You're listening to the Liberty News Radio Network, and this is the Political Cesspool. The Political Cesspool, known across the South and worldwide as the South's foremost populist conservative radio program. And here to guide you through the murky waters of the Political Cesspool is your host, James Edwards. We'll soon find out, will we not, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, listen, if it's a uh, trick and show business to leave the audience wanting more, I'm certainly playing it on myself tonight. <laughs> all of these guests are so great, and I want to go a full hour with all of them, and then we've got them a shoe. to find a zombie <laughs> song that I didn't know about. How, how about that? How about that? Uh, each of these guests, dynamite, uh, one segment each, cameo appearances, and uh, we continue the hit parade now. It's an all-star lineup tonight. First hour, you heard from Warren Baylog, Michael Hill, Sam Dixon. Coming up this hour, John Friend, Patrick Martin, Rick Tyler. Right now, Tim Murdoch, who was just on the show just, uh, uh, well, a couple of weeks ago, not too long ago. Will 2024 be our year, Tim? What do you see coming up? Oh, I think 2024 is probably going to be the year where everyone, and I mean like everyone under the sun, online in the mainstream starts sounding more and more like white nationalists, but I don't know that that's necessarily going to be a good for us. <laughs> Is it going to be like good. Andy Warhol where everybody has 15 uh, minutes of fame or <laughs> something like that? But I, I think you're going to see maybe even mainstream characters start sounding like us, but we're, it's going to be hard to tell who's real and who's not. We, we're probably going to have international events that are going to knock everyone's socks off and who knows what else. Um, you know, when I was on the show before, we were talking about Trump, and I said that it's very hard for it'd be hard for him to win simply because the Democrats are counting the votes everywhere. And uh, you, you know, one of the scenarios that I would have where he could win is if he he runs with um, he runs with Nikki Haley or something like that, some type of doom ticket where it looks like it's been negotiated among the elites. Now that's a scenario that I wasn't banking on at the time, but. Nonetheless, we could see something like that, which isn't going to get very many people excited, but nonetheless, it could win, um, you know, some type of negotiated inside well, scam Tim, deal. Tim, and I'm conspiratorial here. No, no, I was just going to say this very quickly. This was something my friend Rick in uh, Brooklyn uh, sent me this week about that. He said that, uh, you know, I was talking about the the possibilities of trump going to prison he says he doesn't think trump will go to prison and again we're having a uh, diversity of opinion if i may even amongst our guests tonight already on that on that particular question but he was saying that um number one what kept richard nixon out of prison was the fact that nixon was ready to sing on 
quote, that Bay of Pig thing, uh, that Bay of Pigs thing, end quote, which was code for what really happened to Kennedy. And he's thinking that Trump has enough information to bring the House down. And when it comes to the deep state, the deep state isn't necessarily united. There's a deep state that wants to do away with Trump and a deep state that wants to neutralize Trump by putting someone like Haley on the ticket. Well, well, you know, uh, Tim, though, mentioned right, something well, that really I think is a possibility right now, and that is that uh, what's going to happen is that international uh, affairs like Ukraine or Israel or Gaza are going to basically eclipse our local political concerns. Go ahead, Tim. Yeah, there, there might not be an election. That's that's there could be a big enough war on the planet. And that's this is a possibility. I don't know what the probabilities are, but there could always be a big enough war where they just cancel the election. But, you know, that was one of the things that that happened to Reagan is they put Bush <laughs> on something. the ticket. <laughs> Yeah, so this type of thing has been done to neutralize very, different factions, neutralizing the figure with someone else. And now I, we'll have to see. You know, night before the election, I'm just going to text you, James, see who you're voting for. And if I vote, that's an if, if I vote, I'll vote the political cesspool ticket and then, then just blame you when everything goes wrong. That's, well, that's you know, I, my thi- I, I'm still at this point. I'm still sticking with this right now. Now, it's uh, the next year. As we sit here right now, my God, how many things will change between now and next November? There'll be so many twists and turns. I mean, it could be wars, BLM riots. Long and winding road, Another the Beatles say. <laughs> pandemic. I mean, and this stuff we haven't even considered they're going to be sitting on uh, to, to unveil. But I think right now it's in our best interest to uh, to continue to Increase the political stress level until you perhaps you get lucky enough to reach a, a boiling point where the system, you know, really begins to uh, to fracture. And and Trump is uniquely capable of doing that in a way that other people aren't. And again, as I said with Michael Hill earlier, inadvertently so, uh, but I'll still take it. Now uh, we'll see. Uh, but I asked this of Sam Dixon just a moment ago, and it's an impossible question to answer. But I, I wonder. We we can all wonder. December 30th, uh, 2024. Where are we, Tim? Maybe maybe his cellmates. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, maybe. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, my honest answer is I, I, you're, you're probably either we have Biden still in office, a suspended election, or you're dealing with Trump and someone like Nikki Haley. What will be a real curveball if Nikki Haley starts sounding like, like a white nationalist or something? That will be hilarious. Not, not that anything can happen <laughs> right now. And we are going to see, I, I would predict we see like some type of Jewish character that just is going to go total white, white nationalist uh, into the mainstream, some type of Jewish, Jewish character. Yeah, we're Shapiro going to have a president. No, it's not going to be Ben Shapiro, but, but it's going to be someone. Now, Michael Savage has went down this road, but it's going to be someone is going to really accelerate and be Jewish down the white nationalist road. And that's, you know, it's going to be very confusing, very over the top. I would predict a lot of infighting. And we're probably going to start seeing, I'd say by December, we might get a good idea on why all these men, uh, they're flooding in all these men. And not only are they flooding in men, but they have certain areas of the country where it's very difficult to get guns, let's say like Illinois, where they want to make it easy for illegal immigrants to buy guns. Now, why would that? Ha- why would they be doing things like that? I don't know, but I have a feeling we're going to have. They're going to be solution. the new. Uh, they're going to be the new Germanic tribes uh, that populated the Roman army. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're if you're if they're if they're getting guns at gun shows and places like that, um, I mean, if they're going to. 
you know, in, in that type of situation where they're joining armies, they're automatically given weapons so that they're obviously someone's thinking about doing something else. We're making it easy for illegal immigrants to get a hold of weapons without joining the military. Then you're, you're planning on some other type of helter skelter. I would predict. I don't know. Well, tell me this, because uh, Sam Dixon, I know Brad Griffin's coming on in the third hour, but I've already read his predictions at Occidental Descent. He's saying Trump's going to be elected president. Sam Dixon said, no way. And But one question I would have had for Sam, if had we not run out of time, Sam's saying he is going to get convicted in Atlanta especially, but the, perhaps he won't go to prison. But if it's a criminal trial, you have to go to prison. It's not like a civil trial. Am, well, am I misreading the, the, the counselor? Yeah, right. You're in jail while it's on appeal normally. I don't know. I don't know. Wait, wait, Tim, the music's playing 10 seconds, and be sure to check out uh, Tim Murdoch at White Rabbit Radio. Trump in the White House or in prison a year from now? I, I, think, he's, I think he's either going to be in the White House or sitting in Mar-a-Lago. I don't think he's going to prison. Okay, well, there you have it. Tim Martin, we'll talk family. to you again it's soon. It's James, and I've got to tell you that I sleep better at night knowing that there are organizations like the Conservative Citizens Foundation. The purpose of the Conservative Citizens Foundation is to promote the principles of limited government, individual liberty, equality before the law, property rights, law and order, judicial restraint, and states' rights, while at the same time exploring the dangers posed by liberalism to our national interests and cultural institutions. The Conservative Citizens Foundation also also seeks to educate the public on the dangers of extremist ideologies like critical race theory and cultural Marxism. I've worked with the good people at the Conservative Citizens Foundation for many years, and their work comes with my complete endorsement. For more information and to keep up with all the latest conservative news headlines, please check out their website, MericaFirst.com. That's M-E-R-I-C-A-1-S-T.com, MericaFirst.com. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. My name is Christian Knuckles. I prophesy there will be no revival until the church leadership stops lying to the people. I'm the first soldier of the spiritual body of Christ, the Lion of Judah, the Confederate Church of Christ. I'm here to declare the lion will lie down with the lamb when the lying stops. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries and brought to you by confederatechurchofchrist.com. You know it's right or you know it's white. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I'll tell you, there is something in the air. 2024 is going to be unlike anything any of us have ever experienced. You know it's true based on the Trump trials alone. That's never happened before with a former president and the current front runner. It's going to be uh, <laughs> un un unreal. Uh, but we will be here with you every step of the way, God willing, and Jesus tarries. Just very quickly, I want to say something about the economy. We were talking about that in the first hour. 
with one of the guests, just one hit maker after another tonight. But very quickly before we <coughs> say hello to John Friend, you said, Keith, your favorite Christmas movie is Home Alone. Now, you'll remember the scene where Kevin is in the grocery store. When he, he goes yeah. to the grocery store, he goes shopping. There was a study done that I actually read this week. When Home Alone was released, the cost of the groceries that he bought in, in the film cost $19. Last year, that same exact set of groceries cost $44. And this year they cost $74. So, yes, the economy is going to be a big thing, and that's certainly not going to go Biden's way. Now. See, see, what happened was that Kevin back then lived in Winnetka, <laughs> Illinois, this Tony upper middle class suburb. He's probably living in Shantytown now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that being said, I wanted to work that in. Let's say hello now to John Friend of uh, American Free Press. And the Barnes Review, he is an editor for both of those sister publications. And, John, I just got to say, personally, it has been really an honor to work with you uh, at American Free Press this year. I really want to thank you and Paul for giving me the chance to write and to, to be in the paper every week. It's uh, been a lot of fun. Hey, no problem at all, you know man. Yeah, you I saw it my that, party. That, Oh, I was going to say yeah, that was actually ahead, pr probably one of the highlights of the last year was getting you on board American Free Press and really just being able to maintain a populist America First style print newspaper and the history magazine, the Barnes Review, um, you know, two publications that are more than willing to publish on the most controversial topics facing the world, something that is not so easy to do anymore. So, yeah, no, it's it's been a been an interesting year some ups and downs uh it's good to, good to have you on board though james it is uh, always an honor to be on the program with you and it's an honor to have you published in the american free press well james tell him what you saw prominently displayed on my coffee table during my christmas yeah party. so keith had a big uh, christmas party just really five stars all the way he had a chef in there and a fantastic venue fantastic food and a packed house and there on his coffee table there in his living room was a stack of American free presses. And Barnes Reviews. <laughs> That's about sky high. I was like, yeah, you are getting your, your newspapers, Keith. There, I, I definitely am. The, the Postal Service still works. So anyway, I thought I pointed that out personally at the party. That was just a Friday before last. No, so. no, no other publications were prominently displayed. That's right. That's right. So uh, it's, that, that's it. So anyway, John, uh, Predictions, this is the New Year's Eve show. This is the prediction show. Uh, the forecast, uh, man, a lot of things up in the air. The election, the economy, war, racial unrest, Trump's potential imprisonment or election or anything else. What do you see? Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's interesting, you know, closing out 2023. Of course, to me, the big stories are the wars. You know, we have wars raging in Ukraine and now occupied Palestine. Wars that are fully supported and facilitated and even instigated in the case of Ukraine by the Jewish neocons running the U.S. federal government and the Biden administration. And, of course, this is all what taking a coincidence. place. As, Jews are involved in both yeah. of those wars. Right. I mean, that to me is really that's kind of what, what got me started in political activism in general was the, the wars in the Middle East were just so outrageous, so out of control while Americans continue to suffer economically, financially. I mean, you guys were talking about inflation. That's not going away. Um, and, of course, you know, all this is happening as our country is literally being invaded 
an invasion that is, again, entirely supported by the U.S. federal government in the most outrageous and blatant manner with literally, you know, these major airliners like flying these migrants all across the country, settling them in the interior of the country. You know, we're putting them up in hotels. I mean, it's just outrageous. We have a president that lacks any sort of legitimacy and a mass media complex that continues to openly lie and deceive the public in very obvious and, frankly, insulting ways. So, well, I mean, report anything it, it, but the truth about the regime. Yeah, basically, more or less. I mean, really, and, and as we go into the new year, I mean, the, the U.S. itself is facing a very serious crisis of legitimacy, both on the world stage, you know, this whole unipolar U.S.-centric, quote-unquote, rules-based order is, is rapidly crumbling and being challenged, um, but also at home. I mean, the Biden administration is, is totally illegitimate. Most, most average Americans w- would agree with that statement, I think. Same thing with the mass media, same thing with the U.S. Congress. You know, this country is just so divided, and the maneuver is being used to shut down and silence and outright harm and target those of us taking an entirely rational America first stance, you know, people like us who stand for free speech, who are passionate about authentic history of not only our country, but of our world, and, you know, who believe in freedom of intellectual and historical inquiry. I mean, we are being targeted in, in ways that are reaching new levels on an almost daily basis. And that's really what this struggle is all about. That's really what we're approaching in 2024, I think it's only going to intensify as we move into a new year. And I mean, I'm just grateful that I know which side I'm on. I know what side you guys are on. I know what side the people listening to this program, the, you know, the publications, American Free Press and the Barnes Review, I know what side we're on. Um, And, you know, despite all the challenges and the hardships that come with it, I'm glad to be on this side. I'm glad to be on the side that's for peace and for liberty and truth and justice the side that wants to put America first in the interest of our country and our people first, the side that's against foreign intervention and all these, these endless wars overseas, the side that's for a pro, you know, strong, uh, strong border. Well, let, let positive, me ask you this. Positive, could, healthy, dare I say, pro-white, pro-America racial identity. I mean, all of that is increasingly under attack, and that's the side that we're on. And we should be proud of that. And, and, and we well, are. John, John, let me ask you this. Is it possible that all of this heartburn that we're all experiencing about the upcoming presidential election is going to be totally eclipsed by the fact that we're involved in a serious uh, foreign war or more, one or two, or maybe something even approaching World War III uh, as a result of what's going on in Gaza and Ukraine? You know, I, I really it, it's hard for me to make predictions. I, I've, I've never really been a predictions guy, um, but th- that w- certainly would not surprise me. I mean, they pulled out all the stops in 2020 to prevent Trump from retaking the White House. And I think we'd all agree Trump has been a major disappointment. His first term was a major disappointment, despite all the potential that he had. Um, and, and obviously they're, they're going to do everything they can. They're already doing everything they can to prevent him from winning in 2024, despite him having a dominant lead in all the polls that you see, um, just the, the, the general support you see in public, which is the same leading up to the 2020 election. I mean, Biden couldn't 
you know, get together 20 people to come to one of his rallies. He had absolutely no support. He's not um, going to be able to campaign but, from the basement this year for whatever that's worth. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they'll do anything to distract us, to, to, to get us focused on something else, to, to pull any dirty trick to prevent Trump and really what Trump represents. Um, from from retaking the White House, <laughs> which is power to the people. John, here's the million dollar question: A year from now, are the founding stock Americans, are white Americans, better off or worse off than we are now? Oh man, that's a good question. I, I mean, <laughs> stumped I, you. I, I hate to say it, but I mean, if trends continue, I'd say worse off. Um, and, and that, that pains me to say that. I mean, I think that there's more and more of us that are sort of waking up to, to what's going on and, you know, doing what we can in our own personal ways to, to sort of rectify it. But um, certainly the, 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 the way things are going with, with the demographics, with, with just the, the constant invasion of the country, I mean, it's incredible. Some of the numbers that you see, see coming out, some of the reports you see on the border – um, things are definitely not looking good. Things are definitely not going in the right direction. Um, so I, I hate to say that, but but generally speaking, I think it's going to be wor- gen- like average people are going to be worse off. Now, I think there's going to be the, the people that are aware of what's going on and are taking steps to to correct it or, or to at least deal with the fallout are going to be in a better position. We're, we're going um, to have to suffer more, more people like that. We we will have to suffer more. Suffering is necessary. It's a prerequisite for our awakening and our reclamation. Uh, And we'll welcome it all. AmericanFreePress.net. John Friend. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Skip Kelly. Maine Secretary of State Shanna Bellows is facing threats following her decision to remove former President Trump from the state's 2024 ballot. Bellows, who made the decision on Thursday, cited Trump's awareness of potential violence on the day of the Capitol riot and his encouragement of it through incendiary rhetoric without taking timely action to stop it. Acknowledging the threats against her and her staff on CNN, Bellows expressed preparedness and gratitude for law enforcement, with Colorado being the first state to remove Trump from its primary ballot. New York City is preparing for New Year's Eve in Times Square. The NYPD states that there are no specific credible threats against the New Year's Eve celebration in Times Square. Chief of the Department Jeffrey Madry outlines what attendees can expect. We will be guided into one of our pens where our police officers will be there. They will be wanding everyone for safety. Just a reminder, again, no backpacks, no duffel bags, large packages, no alcohol. These are all prohibited items. Additionally, officials say that officers are preparing for potential protesters related to the Israel-Hamas war and will work to keep them on the perimeter of the event. I'm John Schaefer. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has confirmed his attendance at CNN's presidential debate next month, with the network hosting two Republican primary debates in January, one in Iowa on January 10th and another in New Hampshire on January 21st. DeSantis's campaign team announced on Friday that he will participate in the New Hampshire debate, stating that it provides an opportunity for Nikki Haley to address concerns with the people of New Hampshire and for Donald Trump to engage without relying on a teleprompter. The statement suggested that the debate offers a chance for candidates to address issues directly and step into the political arena.
Tonight's Powerball jackpot is reaching new heights for the last draw of the year. Lottery officials state that the grand prize for tonight's drawing is estimated at $760 million. Happy New Year. This is USA News. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. One minute to midnight. One minute to go, one minute to say goodbye before we say hello. Let's start the new year right, 12 o'clock tonight, when they dim the light, let's begin. Well, I'll tell you what, we still had a chance in 1942 when that song came out. We've got a chance again now. It's just going to be a little bit harder than it used to be. Uh, But uh, this is the last show of 2023. It is our New Year's Eve Eve broadcast. And what a fantastic parade of guests you have heard from and will continue to hear from tonight on TPC. So... Wow, where to go from here? Uh, where else do you go except to uh, Patrick Martin? I, w- I want to say one more thing about John Friend, though, uh, who was in the, the previous segment. AmericanFreePress.net, subscribe to the American Free Press. Not only uh, will you find my uh, piece in every issue, you'll also find uh, pieces from talented writers like John Friend and Jose Nino and, and others. The American Free Press is a fantastic publication. It's been a real honor uh, to work with them this year in that capacity and been an honor as well a supreme one at that uh, to have collaborated with patrick martin on this book the honorable cause which came out in april it was about a year ago right now that we all began uh, the 12 contributing authors began to uh, write their pieces and then it went through a few months of editing and then on uh, april uh, the first week of april we were in uh, South Carolina, and uh, we had the book launch and it had a lot of success. Very widely and well-reviewed. Patrick, thank you for putting that together. That was something I'll never forget. Well, no, thank you very much for participating and you know, being a vocal component, uh, a proponent of the book and, uh, and for all the authors as well. I mean, everybody did their part, and it came out great. Well, it sure did, uh, but it was your vision, and you're the one that that assembled the team, and uh, a, a lot of fun. That was just another highlight of the year that nearly was uh, coming in just uh, another day, uh, a few hours from now, really. Uh, but what do we have to look forward to, or what do we have to dread? I don't know which one. 2024, Patrick, it's going to be unlike any we've ever experienced, and we've experienced a lot. 
I am so excited about 2024. I cannot wait for this whole thing to collapse. Um, I, I really think what's going to happen is there's going to be a lot of folks who, like 2020, thought you know Trump was going to win. I don't think Trump is going to be the nominee, by the way. Um, I don't think he gets that that far down the, the path. I think, unfortunately, it's going to be Nikki Haley who's going to wow. be the establishment. Wow. Now, you're yeah. really rocking She's the prediction. I, I'm sorry oh, to yeah. interrupt you, brother, but you're really rocking the predictions tonight. I've heard he oh, will. Of course, course, Nikki is a great proponent of all things Southern now. Uh, yeah, well, well, she, she didn't oh, even do that. Out of, out of, <laughs> Keith out of nowhere, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. She, <laughs> she um, couldn't wait to tear down the uh, CSA battle flag in 2015, and all of a sudden she's now the, the lead spokesperson for the real reasons for for the war of northern aggression. Well, it was but, the most um, tepid. It was the most tepid answer she could have given that would have alienated her enemies. I mean, it, did, it certainly didn't uh, impress me. But in any, in she any, just, she's oh, just right. too strongly pro-Southern for our enemies. But you know? I've heard from people tonight that Trump yeah. will win, that Trump will not win. I have not heard that he will not be the nominee. This is, uh, I don't want to say radical, but it's it's certainly interesting. He will not be the nominee, um, and, and here's the reason why: he's going to get convicted in Fulton County, and you know, it's one of those things where. Georgia, Georgia being Georgia, it's it's a weird system. Uh, Kemp cannot pardon him uh, by law. He's not allowed to. There's a pardon board. He will be convicted. Fulton County is a corrupt county. It's a it's an all black county. The demographics are very unfavorable to Trump. He will he will be convicted. He'll be convicted of felony. Now the issue here is this: when you are convicted of a felony in the state of Georgia, you're automatically disqualified for being on the ballot. Period. The only person that can overrule that is Raffensperger, his buddy, the current Secretary of State. Right. He's not going to do that. Right. There are about 18 other states that also have similar types of rules where if you are a felon, you're a convicted felon who has not yet been pardoned or you've not been commuted, you cannot be on the ballot. And most of them are southern states. You cannot win the presidency if you cannot be on the Texas ballot, which has a felon Felonies cannot be on the Texas ballot. You cannot win in Georgia, without Georgia. You cannot win without uh, Virginia. I think actually flipped that. Can't win in the state of Florida without Florida being on the Florida ballot. So you have a number of states here where you're automatically disqualified the minute you're a felon. Right. So I think what's right. going to happen here is that Trump's going to get booted off. All right. So, Patrick, is that good for our people? Is that good for them to understand that you have – if that – and that's wild. Um, I have not wrapped my mind around that yet. I have not considered that yet. And no one else has brought that up either in the way that you are right now. But if that happens, if that happens, is that good for our people to understand that, hey, we have no choice. The whole we're the defenders of the democracy. I think people already know that. Well, I, no, no, you know, but not like this. Not like this. I mean, we in our audience, we're a different breed. We're, we're a, a, a cut above. But the normie will understand that this whole defending democracy thing by doing the most anti-democratic things imaginable by trumping up charges and putting people in prison. Right. Uh, is this good for us ultimately? Yes. We need to, we, we need somebody to, to smack us awake. And I mean, I, for the folks that are here in this immediate circle, we know, you know, the end is nigh as it pertains to Western civilization and the enemies are upon us. We get that. And this is nothing against Trump specifically, by the way. His messaging is fine. I don't really like the guy too much because I think he failed us in many ways. But that's not about his messaging. His messaging, I tend to generally agree with his messaging and his populist rhetoric. 
But overall, what they need to see, because if you have not woken up to the fact, if you're, say, out there and you're supporting Trump and you're rah-rah for Trump, I'm not against you for that. But if you can't see what they did in 2020, or actually J6 in 2021, and how they weaponized J6, if you can't see that the establishment is not going to allow a populist leader to come up and advocate for even the most basic civil liberties, the most basic civic nationalist priorities, and you can't see that by now, you need that smack. You need that wake-up. And that wake-up is going to happen when they convict Trump, and they're going to keep Trump off the ballots. Uh, again, it's going to be it's because it's an automatic thing. Be knocked off the ballots automatically at state by state levels. Now he can go back and appeal to each state, or state depending on the state rules, state laws. But that is required, and we have not had that punch in the mouth collectively yet. For some reason, I mean, there are those of us who have been awake for a while, but some people just need that good old whack in the mouth to say, "Wake up, wake up, white man! This is not your country anymore. This is falling apart. You're not going to vote your way out of this." And we needed that. We need that now. Patrick, this is Keith. Let me just say this. What's happening in Fulton County, Georgia, is a perfect example of how we have been sunk as a people by the civil rights movement. We would not have this judge, nor would we have all these juries that are anti-white ruling over us but for the civil rights movement. This is a... This is Rwandan politics, essentially. What this is. This is African politics. This is the way Africa yeah, we were talking. Yeah. Uh, work in Africa. This is what we were is. talking about this at supper tonight. Sorry. We were just yeah, saying this is like the people of Haiti would blush at what our. Well, this our, is. What yeah. you, I said this is law of the jungle. What did you call it, Keith? Uh, tonight at supper, we, what, what's coming with the, these courts? All of these, Colorado, Maine, all of these criminal charges. It's it's basically judicial anarchy. There there is no. Yep. Judicial fairness or... Uh, and it's happening uh, in majority black, or you can call them Democrats if you so choose, majority black districts in New York, in Washington, D.C., in, in Fulton County, Georgia. And you said that is because why? Because of the Voting Rights Act. No, 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 no. But, you know, you said it was because you, when you don't have Anglo... Yeah, Saxon, uh, yeah, Anglo-Celtic yeah. people. Yeah, then the whole jury system, the whole legal system, the whole governmental right. system falls apart. Final word to you, Patrick, about a I minute mean, you, remaining. The, the, the bottom line is this. The United States is on the brink of collapse. It's going to happen. Eventually, folks are going to wake up and realize that. 2024 is an outstanding opportunity. It's the reason why I wanted honorable cause to be written this year to set the tone for what we want to put out for messaging 2024. Things are falling apart. The wheels are coming off the, the car, the track, train, whatever you want to call it. And uh, that's good for us. We need it. We need, we need folks to see it. I think that starts yes. with Trump being knocked off the ballots and it moves on through 2024. And by the end of 2024, American nationalism is dead. And you will have the only two games left in town will be essentially broad-based white nationalism or southern nationalism. Hey, you know what? I, I, I will say this. We've, we've talked to now uh, six different guests in the last six segments. But even before we welcome the first one on the show tonight, I have for long been anticipating 2024, excitedly so, Anything that shakes up the status quo, anything that injects a little bit of chaos is good for us because the status quo, yep. we lose. Sitting on the ball, we lose. Maintaining the current trends and system, we lose. It's an inevitability. Uh, but we at least have a chance with things uh, in such a state of upheaval as they are and will be. And I look forward to that. I Personally, well, I look well, forward I, to that. I would like for Trump to win 
and for the blue states to go nuts and want we say you want to go, don't let the door hit you in the ass when you leave. Trump wins. You got four more years of chaos if he loses. The Republican Party tries hard to revert back to its uh, natural state of uh, nothingness. Patrick, love you, brother. Can't wait to work with you in 2024. What a year it'll be for our people, one way or another. Patrick Martin, everybody. Fantastic. Antelope Hill Publishing is America's leading publisher of dissident books, bringing you a wide variety of new translations and original works on every subject from the Spanish Civil War to the funding behind the transgender movement. Antelope Hill publishes books that mainstream publishers won't touch, full of information that challenges the political status quo and brings real culture to the reading public at an affordable price. If you count yourself as a political dissident, then you owe it to yourself to check out the Antelope Hill catalog with exclusive offerings like Rebel Mountain by Kurt Eggers, a brand new reprint of the infamous You Gentiles by Marie Samuel, and now the treatise of a January 6th prisoner in the American regime. There is something there for everyone, and new titles are added every month. Check out the complete catalog today at antelopehillpublishing.com. That's antelopehillpublishing.com. I'm James Edwards, and I want you to check out antelopehillpublishing.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Final countdown indeed. Uh, 2024 is really just hours away as we broadcast here on the evening of uh, December the 30th. And and now joining us, Rick Tyler. I I tell you, you you look back on the year that was at TPC and all of the guests that appeared from January through last week. And any one of them, all of them, would have been a perfect fit for this show. Everyone was deserving their own segment or own hour. But I'm looking through it, and uh, as the host, you have the opportunity to pick and choose. And everybody that I wanted to have on tonight I thought was a great fit. It's a smorgasbord. Already tonight you have had 
a difference of opinion. I mean, some people are going to be dead right and some people are going to be dead wrong. We've had everything from Trump will be president to Trump will not be president to Trump will be in prison. He will not be. I mean, it's been all over the place in a good way because who knows and who can tell. Uh, but that's what's fun about these prediction shows, these New Year's Eve shows. And now Rick Tyler, every time I get at an event with Rick Tyler, especially the live broadcasts at a conference or something, and he comes on the show, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, this guy is fantastic. Uh, and, and for so many ways, first of all, how many kids you got, Rick? 20. <laughs> that is not an exaggeration. Well, that, that, that's a white uh, nationalist <laughs> that puts his uh, money where his mouth is. Right? I am <laughs> telling you what. That, I mean, Sam Bushman has eight. And I thought, you know, he was, you know, the king. And he is in so many ways. Well, but I've always said with uh, Sam, I said, he's got eight children and he can't see. If he could see, how many would he have? <laughs> well, that, now we know with Rick. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, I tell you, you can't go wrong with either guy. I mean, Sam is the, the, the alpha and the omega as far as DPC is concerned. But, yeah, Rick, I mean, Rick is a fantastic guy. And he has such an eloquence on the air. And I really wanted him to be a part of this show. And I'm glad he had the uh, 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 availability to, to 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 do it so rick 2024 take it any way you want all right here we go first let me say uh james and keith it's such an honor to be uh, with you right now and and to be in the midst of this uh, phenomenal lineup that you've put you've assembled and i know you could uh, get so many many more but uh and I, as i told you previous james uh, brevity is not my strength but but i'm ready to uh, break from that normal uh, rule that i operate under of being too verbose and just get right down to it. I've got five predictions. Now, these aren't, thus saith the Lord, you know, uh, prophecies, you know, and, and you're right. Somebody's right, somebody's wrong. These are more like gut feelings based on uh, many years of experience of, of seeing what happens and, you know, of course, you know, hindsight bias as well. But at any rate, first of all, I would remind everybody, uh, 2024 will have unprecedented opportunity. There's no question about that in a generic sense. Also, we're all living in a massive reality show, whether you realize it or not. You know, that's the, the, the age we're living in. Also, I remind everybody that old FDR said it very well many, many decades ago when he said, if it happens in politics, you can be sure it was planned. All the more today. Now, here are my five predictions. First of all, I think the Supreme Court's going to step in. They're going to end all of this nonsense about whether the Trump goes to jail or not. Of course, he's not going to jail. I don't even believe he's going to get convicted anywhere because I believe the Supreme Court's going to step in and they're not even going to let any of these cases go to trial till after the election. Secondly, I think Trump is going to win. OK, I believe he will have a female vice president. I have some ideas, but I, I won't say uh, some different possibilities. I believe Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, the amazing Hindu, <laughs> that he will be in the cabinet and watch him for the future, as well as whoever Trump's VP is. And I believe also that uh, there is going to be a backlash to this Trump victory that will make the George Floyd phenomenon pale uh, by go. comparison. Here we go. And I believe that finally, at the toward the end of the year, probably, we're going to have a black swan type event. We're going to have a sea change event. Uh, it will probably be very much affected by, you know, what has happened in the political arena, the way the uh, pieces have been set on the chessboard. I can't even begin to imagine uh, the proportions of this black swan sea change event. It will probably make 9-11 pale by comparison. So those are my predictions uh, for 19, uh, for, for 2024, uh, <laughs> as we, uh, get ready to move into this new year, which again, we're in uncharted waters. We've never been here before, and exactly. hold on to your seat. 
That's what makes it, you know, even as a pundit and as a commentator, 20 years in radio, well, it will be next year. I can't wait to get to 2024 so I can say 20 years. We'll, we'll start celebrating that one yay early. It was actually October. Uh, we'll start celebrating that on January 1st, I can promise you. But, uh, but yeah, all these years on the radio, all these years in this, Rick, I know it's been your life, uh, life's calling as well as an activist, as a candidate uh, for office and everything else that you've done. But it's not an exaggeration. It's not hyperbole to say what's coming next year. None of us have ever seen before. And for us, that's exciting because we're the underdogs. We're the ones uh, that, that have something to gain. Uh, we're not the ones with something to lose right now uh, as it stands. And so uh, for, for that reason and many others, I, I look forward to this with not a sense of foreboding, but uh, with a sense of uh, anticipation. But, yes, uh, Brad Griffin, who'll be coming up in the third hour, he'll be coming up next after you, Rick. Uh, I'll read straight from Occidental Descent. He posted this earlier today. The Democrats have a plan to energize their base, and this is what you're touching on. Uh, he writes, in the 2016 election, BLM was given the green uh, light to riot in cities all over America. In 2020, COVID was used as an excuse to meddle with election laws and absentee balloting to screw Republicans. BLM and Antifa were also, again, given the green light to riot in the summer of Floyd and, uh, and it continued all the way through the election, of course. 2024 is an election year uh, uh, in which they are presenting Donald Trump as a looming dictator who is poised to end uh, democracy with a capital D. Uh, therefore, it is reasonable to assume that there is a plot to create chaos and a sense of emergency in order to stir up the comatose Democratic base, which is blackpilled after three long, excruciating years of Joe Biden. What will it be this time? Rick, you're touching on that. Could we even <laughs> could we even imagine it in our nightmares? It's something we haven't seen before. Well, I think it's necessary to take it to the next step, which, you know, these movies that are coming out, Obama produced movies uh Leave the World Behind and uh, the Civil War 24. This is predictive programming, but they have to stir the pot all the more. And they have to have the, you know, you have to have the different factions, uh, once again, poised and ready, you know, to be at each other's throats. And so unfortunately, like I said, we're in a big reality show. We're all pawns on the chessboard in a way. And if we didn't know that our God is sovereign, that he sits on the throne of the universe and that nothing happens without his sufferance, and that furthermore, all things will work together for good, as Romans 8:28 says, for those who love the Lord and are the called according to his purposes. If we didn't know that, then there would be no, no cause at all for hope. But because we do know that, uh, again, that unprecedented opportunity is at the palm of our hand. If we will seize the moment and take maximum advantage of it, uh, we could soar to heights heretofore unknown. Well, Rick, this is Keith. I am intrigued by your uh, prediction that the Supreme Court is going to step in and call a halt to all this nonsense about disqualifying Trump. It would be totally unlike what they've done in the past. But on the other hand, if they have their own best interests at heart, they've got to do that. Because if the Democrats get back in power, one of the first things on their agenda is going to be to pack the court and basically make the votes of the present members of it irrelevant. Well, there is some chatter today that if uh, you take such an anti-democratic uh, action as disqualifying the people's choice uh, for one of the two, uh, you know, it's a duopoly, really, but one of the two major parties' nominees, I heard that there is some talk about not allowing the states that engage in that sort of chicanery to 
even be able to cast their electoral ballots. So, I mean, really, it's all on the table. I think there's going to be things, even with all of the learned and knowledgeable guests we've had tonight and with all of the experience collectively that we have, there's going to be things coming up next year, Rick, that none of us can anticipate, none of us can even foresee, Uh, uh, even uh, now, as we're trying to foresee them. As the Chinese curse says, may you live in interesting times. We're certainly going to be living in interesting times in the next year. Do you agree, Rick? Without question, and it's going to get you know interesting to the uh, exponential degree. There's no question about that. And, and once again, we have to uh, recognize that we are in possession of, of truth in a way that our ideological adversaries can never be in possession of it. Because uh, having rejected the, the love of the truth, God has given them over to strong delusion. We have the ability to cut through all of the smoke and mirrors and all the deception, all the deceit, all the treachery. We understand that we're up against a Luciferian power. And we have the greater power uh, in our arsenal. And if we will once again, you know, uh, adhere to biblical principles as we move forward on this battlefield, figuratively speaking, and maybe literally in the future, then we have great, great, not only opportunity, but we have uh, a likelihood of uh, prevailing in a way that, that once again, it's hard for our people to imagine right now. Our people are not used to real victory and real success. It hasn't happened in so long. Really, I mean, you have to go back to 1776, you know, to really say. have a, a real good taste of it. But, <laughs> but history is cyclical; it's repetitive, and uh, you know, we, we have to Amen. we have to have great optimism and, and courage and confidence. Right, Rick, the Lord is on our side. Gird your loins, people. Well, I agree with that. God's will be done. Uh, we're all in his hand. I believe that. That's not a cop-out. That's not something that gives us false hope. That is the truth. Uh, but uh, yeah, and I was laughing to keep from crying, I guess. But you're right. You have, you have to go back a long time to find real tangible wins. But what's it going to take? I, I don't think this is going to be enough even. I think, again, I, I've said this two or three times tonight. I don't, I, I don't want to be repetitive, but I, I don't think this is the year where we necessarily turn it around as a race or as a people. Uh, but uh, talking about legacy Americans here right now, Rick, this could be the year where we understand that uh, identity politics are necessary. We need to embrace them and we need to. And the to... system isn't, we have no future under this system. But um, it's, is, is Trump. Oh, the music already? we got a minute uh, right now. Is Trump's looming imprisonment or disqualification enough, or is it going to take pain, suffering, freezing, starvation? What's it going to take for our people? It's going to take the latter. I'm, I'm, I, I hate to say, but uh, the necessity is the mother of invention. I had a guy tell me today who did time in prison. He says, if you go to prison, you will become a racist. And them letting in the tens of millions of non-whites from the third world is going to convert massive numbers of people to our racialist perspective. Rick, God bless you. Thank you for who you are, what you've done, what you stand for. I look forward to embracing the future, the uncertain future, whatever it may bring in 2024 and beyond with you and everybody else we've talked to tonight. God bless you. Talk to you again soon. Rick Tyler, everybody. Brad Griffin up next.